0: To be movies and ebooks. I'm Craig Wade, and I'm Brian Allen Delaney, and it is episode 97. Oh my god, we're getting so close to 100. Let's just stop, dude. I honestly, I've been <laughs> teetering whether or not the 100 is our last episode. Do you think? No. I,
1: I mean, mean, do we just like rebrand and like renumber like comic book?
0: Oh, and be like new
1: movies and eBooks, <laughs> and then later, whenever people get pissed off about it, we go back to the legacy numbering, including all the ones from the new, like the new series.
0: Yeah, yeah, I really, really want to redo my backstory. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
1: I feel like your your origin could use an update.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do I get my powers from the sun? <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah. So anyway, what's new with you? Uh, not much. I went and saw a couple movies this week. Anything good? Uh, yeah, both of them. What were they? I saw Lady Bird. Oh, yeah. Was that good? Yeah, it was very good, actually. Um, if it, it's a one that's totally in line with everything we talk about on this podcast, <laughs> super horror. <huh? laughs> it is a um, coming-of-age story for a teenage girl in Sacramento, California. <laughs> Yeah. Huh. No, it was it was it was actually really good. Um it was funny. It was yeah. really well acted. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was sad. I think well, who did Greta Gerwich am I making that up that she was the uh director of that?
1: Sounds like you're making it up.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a fake name. Uh hold on. <laughs> Uh I don't know. Anyway, I am mean, okay, not Gerwig. <laughs> Did it
1: really take you that long? You're right, it's Ger- Greta Gerwig.
0: Yeah, Gerwig, but Gerwig. I said Gerwich. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, I I like the stuff that she has done in, in the past, but I don't know like as an actress, but I don't know uh as far as directing what all she's done. Okay, then yeah, just Lady Bird in a movie 10 years ago called Nights and Weekends. But yeah, was it was it kind of like Cory? just like a, a very not,
1: not really. Um, there there wasn't a lot of dead space in it, if that's what you're asking.
0: No, that's not what I'm asking. Just like was it dialogue driven and and drama? Uh, yeah, I mean they don't they don't all have to be like <laughs> just like <laughs> scenes of a guy staring at a wall. I mean I <laughs> like, uh, but no, I mean uh, yeah. It, so it was like a. Yeah, it was very, it was very human
1: driven. There wasn't really like a plot to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) I mean, there kind of was, I mean, it was just basically um, you were kind of getting snapshots in her last year of high school.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Okay. And so it would, it
1: would, sometimes there would be like months in between scenes and stuff.
0: Dude, there was a really cool mumblecore and I maybe it wasn't mumblecore, I don't know. Uh it it I I felt like it was and and I'm a fan of a lot of mumblecore movies, but um there was a uh a, a movie that came out earlier this year called or I guess maybe late last year, but I saw it earlier this year called Little Sister <laughs> where uh she was like uh, going she was a nun and then she decided to go back home to like her family they had like the strained relationship but whenever she left the house like she was super into goth and metal and shit <laughs> and she left and then became a nun and it's just her and like her brother hanging out and he was like burn, like he was like uh like a it had gotten burned really bad as a soldier in Iraq. And, and, uh, it was just like, it also had not much of a plot like at all, but it was like just super, super cool. I, I really enjoyed that film. Cool. But,
1: I, I will say, uh, real quick about this one. It mm-hmm. does sort of have a connection to, uh, something we hold near and dear to our hearts. What is that? Um, one of the actresses in it who plays like not really her friend, but she's like the snobby girl, like the the cool girl in school, mm-hmm. is uh, the it's R.L. Stein's daughter in the Goosebumps movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess it's kind of, that's kind of.
1: I'm just, I'm just bringing it back to being relevant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah okay <laughs> like oh, i'm just all saying right. all right so the dp of this <laughs>
1: <laughs> no she's okay no no she's not just the snobby girl and, and she's she plays a huge part in it for like no you know, i i, I a, got a, you. i'm just saying whole like act of the movie
0: yeah uh, okay well
1: <laughs> it's just funny
0: <laughs> well cool yeah i actually want to see it dude maybe that's our maybe that's our uh show pivot uh you know, we, we, we just go into coming
1: mumblecore. of age stories of teenage girls. <laughs> 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 Nothing bad can happen in today's political climate with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just saying just mumblecore. Okay. <laughs> just, hey, what's up? Welcome to the mumblecast. <laughs> Can, can we do it all? It <laughs> <laughs> is, like,
1: like, not because it's not even like they don't mumble in mumble core movies, no. you know what I mean? No, no. <laughs> they just talk and but do it, no. do the whole cast
0: like that, yeah. yeah no. and, and our reviews are just like, yeah, I saw this movie and I kind of liked it. Um, all right, well, that's it. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Holy no, shit, no, I smell no. a Patreon. <laughs> that's our that's our. Are, uh, exclusive content no, no it'd
1: have, it have to be like I saw this movie <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and then yeah you st- staring at the wall for 10 minutes <laughs> yeah it was pretty good <laughs> I thought I thought that it was a film
1: <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we could get like a really well known like um, ambient like Emo band to do the theme song.
0: Yeah, like like <laughs> just pure shoe gaze. Shoe
1: Oh man, that is what it's called, right? Shoe gaze. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, shoe gaze is like usually really distorted. Like, um, it, oh, I thought it was just ambient shit.
0: Well, like it is, but sky. it's
1: usually like on the harder end of things, like a lot of velvet underground and stuff with shoegaze. Really? Uh, yeah. And, and so, it, because they mentioned it, shoegaze, it comes from looking at your shoes yeah. for all the distortion pedals you use.
0: Oh, that's why they're looking at their shoes, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, huh? I'm in. Yeah. I, I, I like music with words. So I, <laughs> <Well, laughs> like, for the most part, usually has words, you just can't hear them yeah fuck that (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry Uh, that's like someone being like yeah the uh i like movies but are just like so
1: dark you can't see them
0: (laughs) (laughs) no did you see uh uh who was it james franco with tommy Wiseau on colbert no (laughs) he said that uh that tommy Wiseau griped about how dark The film was uh, while they were like looking at some dailies. He was showing him not dailies, but like a almost finished version of the film, and and like not
1: color graded or anything. Yeah, just like a rough
0: cut. And he's like, "Man, that the movie's so dark." And he's like, "Your sunglasses are on." Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Also, Tommy um, Wiseau came out and said that he was born in Europe. And, and, oh, really? And he mentioned it nonchalantly. And James Franco was like, "What the hell?" He's like, "We worked on this for years, and he never told. Like, <laughs> he never told anyone that. That's an exclusive. That's a scoop."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah. Now, like, he wants to do a Star Wars movie.
0: Oh Tommy god. Wiseau. Why? Like,
1: at first, it was just like he wants to be in one. Hmm. And then, like, I guess the Golden Globe buzz and stuff like that for the disaster artists happened. And he's like, no, I want to direct one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's a good way to just ruin one of a a very beloved franchise. Although, although interesting segue. Did you see that Rob Lowe is directing and starring in a remake of The Bad Seed for the uh, television station Lifetime? (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> I, I i saw this on bloody disgusting uh if you want to look for this uh i mean i don't want to go too far into it but you know the the title of the article is rob lowe is directing and starring in a remake of the bad seed for lifetime so <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, well, I mean, lifetime is
1: known for their quality cinema
0: yeah so i mean do people care there's been so many like Evil kid films that like, do people really care about a remake of the bad scene? Probably not. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I don't know that we talked about it on here. Okay. So, you know how we talked about wanting to cover Watcher in the Woods, the old Disney film that like yeah. Disney buried because it was so yeah. dark?
1: They, we should do a double feature of that and uh, Song of the South. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, dude, you know, Mall the mainland still has a song of the South poster hang- hung up. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hung up in, in their little, like, just in their hall every time. I'm like, are you kidding me? But anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, oh but that God. theater is like $2 a ticket and has haunted theaters. So. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but no. Okay. So Watcher in the Woods. I don't know how, why we didn't cover it on here or why we didn't watch this. Uh, they did a remake of it. I am forget for what TV station, but it was something cheesy. But uh, a remake of it uh, directed by Melissa Joan Hart. Oh,
1: my God. It was probably ABC.
0: <laughs> it, it may be like ABC Family.
1: Well, yeah, that's free form now, Craig. get it straight.
0: Oh, really? They changed?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't have cable. <laughs> But I don't either. I just keep on top of these things. <laughs> yeah. In case they come up as relevant in our podcast. All right. So what was the other film that you uh, yeah. watched?
1: Oh, see, that's what I thought you were going to segue into earlier. Whenever <laughs> we were talking about Tommy Wiseau doing Star Wars is that I saw Star
2: Wars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how do you like it?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'll be honest with you. At first, like I left the theater and I was like, I don't know how I feel about that movie. Like I, I didn't think it was a bad movie, but I was just like, I don't know what happened because it didn't feel like a normal star Wars movie.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. And then I thought about it and I talked it over with my wife a lot. Um, cause we talk about movies and stuff whenever we go see them on the, on the way home. And it's, I think I pinned down why it was so different. And then I decided that I really, really, really liked it. <laughs> okay Um, so throughout like the rest of the Star Wars the Star Wars movies Mm -hmm. right Um, there's usually like uh, hope right like even number four was called a new hope and there was always like this feeling that they could defeat the, the empire or bring balance to the force or whatever it was supposed to be at the time this one had none of that
0: This Uh, was, like,
1: the most nihilistic Star Wars.
0: Honestly, I could see that because... Ever. I could see them changing because Disney wants to make this a huge, long franchise, right? I mean, it's not going to be three trilogies. It's going to be a ton of films.
1: It's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be a ton.
0: So, you got to kill that. You got to kill your your hope in order to extend it. And also... Uh, I I felt like okay, just in between what was uh, uh what was a f- one the last one that came out that was legit that was canon. Uh,
1: Rogue, uh, Rogue One.
0: No, prior to Rogue One, what was a uh, uh, Force Awakens? Yeah, Force Awakens. Okay, so Force Awakens seemed pretty hopeful, right? But th- yeah, and then yeah, they, exactly. Then they threw- because it was
1: basically a New Hope again.
0: Yeah. I mean, other than the fact that they killed off uh, Han, but spoilers. (laughs) But anyway, but overall, you felt like, yeah, okay, felt familiar. I liked it. I did not love it. I thought it was good, like a good film. It was up there. But Rogue One was like, this is only death and destruction. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit! But it makes sense because you had it, it segued into the into A New Hope. You know, and you knew that they came from death and destruction.
1: See, I I, I had forgotten what movie I was actually watching till the end of that movie. Right. Because I was like, this is a good movie. I'm enjoying it. And then it got to a point I was like, every one of these people has to die. (laughs) (laughs) And then they all just started dying.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Dude. Okay. So, yeah, I took a work call that killed 40 minutes in the middle. Uh-huh. Like I had a to leave Yeah and, and so I saw the beginning And then Miss 40 Minutes came back Like I don't know 15 minutes before Vader came you know uh, So yeah. so like uh, In the theater that's how I saw it And I was like this movie had no filler This was awesome <laughs> You know <laughs> I was like this was awesome uh, uh, Of course there were some things that I was Initially a little like uh, What happened but, Yeah, But yeah I, I really really liked it uh, like yep. i i think i haven't seen the new one um but uh, rogue one's been my favorite so far maybe
1: well i agree i think rogue one's really well done too and this one okay you know people were worried about it being a rehash of empire mm-hmm. right because empire strikes back was the dark one or whatever and it ended on a downer ending right this makes empire look like a hallmark movie yes Uh, (laughs) like like, i'm not even joking okay but (laughs) yeah
0: it's also ryan johnson though and he's never made anything uh, uplifting
1: yeah (laughs) uh, apparently like there's a lot of people up in arms about it though um if you look at the user reviews on like imdb it's like ones and twos really like across the board
0: yeah I, i know that uh friend of the show matt Shaw was not impressed by it
1: yeah um other friend of the show, Bill Kirtner was. Yeah? Yeah, I mean him talked about it yesterday. But um yeah, I will say I'm not gonna get into spoilers. There are a lot of things that are so su- going to surprise you. Okay. Um
0: not really, them, because uh I was on I'm a A t- royal one, not you. Well a, no, I was just gonna say I was on a site uh and they as a comment someone left every spoiler for it. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I was like, well played. <laughs>
1: um there there's a couple things that, you know, if you've been obsessed about Star Wars will piss you off um really bad. One of them was something I had hoped would actually happen and I was super excited that they actually did it. Um, Yeah, well, uh, can I say what it's about? Sure. But Ray's parentage was my favorite thing about the whole piece or uh, the whole thing. Two porgs? Um, Huh? Two porgs. What?
0: Were they two porgs? yes (laughs)
1: it's just two forks and it showed it like they showed the conception (laughs) just just two forks um no that was was great and then um there was a few like really badass scenes and then the last scene of the movie uh like i audibly gasped
0: i'm not even joking (laughs) (laughs) Uh uh-huh well i that's good i guess yeah, all I That's know. That's my review of Star Wars. All I know is that it is coming to DVD this week. Oh, sweet! That I means—is it on iTunes yet? No, uh, I don't know. Um, I haven't seen
1: it. It might come on Tuesday, though.
0: But that does mean that I will be watching it again this week. I cannot wait. So, are you gonna?
1: Because I know you and your wife do like a yearly watching of it, like the original. Yeah, are you but gonna it's throw this like, in the mix too?
0: Uh, Maybe. I I don't know. Probably. I I mean, I'll watch it and she wants to watch it again as well. But like, I don't know that this one holds. It's a better film. I'll I'll say it's a better version, but it doesn't really. It's not the same.
1: Let's let's be honest. The 90s one is
0: not that great. (laughs) Not at all. It's just for her, it's nostalgia. And for me, I love the like I like the older I like the structure of the old one better, even though yeah. this one's a better film, where it's like, you know, for the most part, the first part's about kids, for the most part, the second one's about adults, but you have flashbacks in both of them. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I really enjoyed that better. However whatever i mean i i thought this was a better film than the old one so long story short i don't know and it's also not like we we're like december 27th it yeah you day. should offset them by six months <laughs> yeah so it's, it's not- like spring you get the new one yeah all you get <laughs> it's literally <laughs> no like no structure it's like oh you want to watch it yeah okay there's nothing on yeah, Let's Watch had, it we hadn't seen anything and we hadn't seen it in a while <laughs> we hadn't seen anything in a while.
1: We hadn't seen this six-hour miniseries in a while.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, all right. Well. That's news. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah no. So okay. Real quick. All in all, where would you rank this one in in your in, in like w-
1: my yeah. Star Wars that I like? Yeah. Up there, it's probably like I don't know. It's hard for me to go past Empire because I think it's clouded nostalgia, yeah, yeah, right,
0: kind of like us Um, with it,
1: but it's up there. (laughs) I think it's probably second, if not tied for first with Empire. Okay, well, that's cool. I'm like, I'm not even joking, it was great,
0: really. So, you left the theater thinking, I don't know how I feel about that, and then now you're like, tied for first, well, because. Once I
1: realized what it was, you know, I, it, it made sense to me and I really, really liked it. Well, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So ignore the haters or send all your hate mail to podcast at B and
0: and then we'll ignore it. Dude. You know what I'm excited <laughs> about is freaking, uh, beyond skyline. I don't know what that is. Do you remember Skyline. No. How have we not? I thought we covered Skyline for the show. We never covered Sky Oh no, we were just getting drunk and watching Skyline at Bill's apartment a long time ago. <laughs> Dude, we gotta cover Skyline. You'd love it. It's a Which one's Skyline? bad it is a horrible film. Um <laughs> 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 No, it's kinda like a kaiju film. Okay. I'm down already. You don't even have to say anything else. But it's really, really bad. Anyway, so, okay, if I'm on Rotten Tomatoes, let's see, Skyline, let me see how much it has uh, in terms of ratings. Okay, 16%. It's that low. All right, 18% audience score. Be- beyond Skyline? <laughs> the sequel that... Evidently, no one's heard of, even uh-huh. though it let, even though it opened on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond Skyline, seventy five percent with a fifty four percent audience score. Yeah, it might actually be a good sequel to a bad film. Well, that doesn't happen very often. No, the last one I can think of supposedly was Ouija, although I never saw part two. The good one. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so and so so just real quick, uh, it has gone up apparently but I just checked Rotten Tomatoes for the new Star Wars. Um, the critics, 93%, audience 56
0: I I hate fanboy audiences. I absolutely yeah. hate them. And, and, you know, I'm sure I'm a fanboy for for horror films, but I, I really feel like I'm not like, you didn't do this, and so you should die. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you yeah, ruined that, everything. That's what, that's by what Bill and I
1: were talking about. It's like people can't distinguish between... Um, something they don't like and something that's bad. Yeah, yeah. And we've actually talked about that on here too. Yeah. You know, um, and, and that's it. It's just it didn't go the way they wanted to go, so they don't like it. But objectively, it was really good.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, real quick uh-huh. Ladybird on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, 90 critics. Critics, at still 99%. Yeah. Uh, audience 84 which is really good for like a art house film for an audience score
0: yeah well cool yep yeah we, all right well we will be right back That's <laughs> our news right. we'll be right back
1: with oh, yeah. uh, uh ash versus evil dead's on hulu now
0: all right we'll be back oh, on now it's on netflix <laughs> yeah yeah seasons one and two so check it out if you don't have it so i like how we sandwich the you know we're, we're mostly a horror show sandwich like a bunch of lady bird bunch of star wars and then like oh yes and ash versus evil dead you know a pinnacle part of, okay. yeah, of a okay, 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 franchise. Okay. how
1: are we not going to talk about star wars we're not going to do a review of it
0: yeah yeah no i got you okay all right we'll be back what do you want to cover first let's do rap apocalypse first Okay. All right, we are, we'll be back with our review of Ratpocalypse. <laughs> okay, we are back. We're talking Ratpocalypse, a film yeah. that evidently has been kicking around since 2015, even though it just got a legitimate release. I, I'm kind of unaware of why oh, the you know the backstory.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I I don't know, and I I looked it up. There's like nothing about this movie.
0: No, I no. Can, I mean, it, it only popped up on our radar because it was on Joe Blow, uh, and it it was just like, oh my gosh, you know. Um, yeah, you but, know, the trailer had the tagline, "Oh hell no," like oh like Naw. like rats gnawing on things. <laughs> yeah, 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 clever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is okay. written, written and directed by Vladimir Uglitchin. Uh, he's a Russian, uh, I, I believe Russian American, maybe just Russian. I don't know. Uh, I don't know um, much about this this film.
1: Other well, there, there's also not much about him either. Um, like if you look him up on like IMDb, it, it's like he's a director and writer known for *Reptocalypse* and then this other uh, one that's in Russian. Yeah. And that's it And that's the only things on his uh, on, on his IMDb too And it's like This is the only thing he's ever done Right Except for like this other movie Where he was just an actor yeah. But he he wrote And sorry not to belittle actors I didn't mean like Just an actor <laughs> like, yeah. But you, you know what I mean Like this one he wrote Directed
0: And did the music for It's like Huh Yeah Wait, and, he and, did and the music? I, I felt like they just pulled that off an old soundtrack and reused it.
1: Yeah, or that guy, um, who has that documentary coming out on him,
0: Joe McLeod.
1: Have you seen that guy? No. Oh my god. Uh he does free to use, like royalty free um music and like movies and uh uh podcasts and like YouTube videos and stuff you use them all the time. Mm-hmm. And he has the most IMDb credits of anyone ever with like two or 3,000 IMDb credits. Uh-huh. Because huh. he has like that many pieces or whatever, and he just puts them out for free. There's a documentary coming
0: out about him. Hey, I found a little more about this guy. Uh, it says, uh, this is apparently UV Studio Company, is a film company in Los Angeles. Uh, it was founded by Vladimir Uglitchin. All his life, Vladimir Uglitchin—I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right. I'm probably Vladimir. Yeah, has <laughs> combined business with his many creative enterprises. He graduated from Moscow State University, uh, philological faculty. It says in parentheses, and worked. Oh as my a, god,
1: that makes so much sense.
0: And worked as a <laughs> Russian language professor at the University of Aden in South Yemen. He founded his own construction company, which builds office buildings and restores architectural, um, architectural monuments. He dedicates most of his time to writing and recording his own music and writing scripts for future films. He's also studied at uh, New York Film Academy, specializing in film direction and production. In 2005, he began shooting I- I- films independently as a producer, director, scriptwriter, and composer. His film companies released three full-length features, The Crown of Thorns, Love Follies, and Unknown Land. None of those are on... IMDB. No. Okay. No, none of those. All. all these belong to the same genre which Vladimir uh, Uglichin himself invented. F- philosophical Comedies. <laughs> His last film, Rats wait, the wait, Movie. Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> Hold on. His last film, Rats the Movie, filmed in America in 2014 year. <laughs> Upcoming projects <laughs> include Great Silk Road, Alien in Space. And a New Year's comedy to be filmed in Russia. Hmm. He did not invent
1: philosophical comedy.
0: <laughs> no, no. I,
1: what, what, was the, what was it? Was it like? Uh, was the one where the the dude found the Coke can?
0: Oh, uh, the gods must be crazy.
1: Yeah, that was a philosophical <laughs> comedy. Was it?
0: <clears throat> I so, never
1: saw it. Um, I mean, there's lots of them.
0: No, I'm not saying that there's not. I just didn't know that that was one. Yeah, why not? Okay, <laughs> all right. So okay, okay. so so he
1: he he got his degree in theology. Uh, I've I've or,
0: closed it out. I've, I've fal- so
1: so that uh-uh. kind of makes sense though. Okay, I'm jumping ahead here, but by the end of the movie, um, aside from the the sex
0: scenes, it was a messianic <laughs> tale. Huh? It was a messianic tale.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> no, it, but it was like it had both the feel and sometimes the content of one of those like God's Not Dead style movies.
0: Yes. And also Casper Van Dien, I could be wrong. I feel like he was in a bunch of those like r- r- religious films. Well,
1: no, he was in a sex scene in this one.
0: <laughs> was it really was it <laughs>
1: yeah, the, the second sex scene in this movie?
0: Yeah, but I didn't think that that one was graphic.
1: Well, I didn't say it was graphic. He was just in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs>
1: right. um, but but like, okay, so we haven't actually even said what this movie is about. No, no, not um, at all. So, so, um, I don't even know where to start. Okay. It's, uh, it's hitting you over the head with not quite a metaphor anymore. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> you, basically... Um I don't even know man.
0: Well, okay, I w- he, he, what what is kind of interesting to me, okay? This film, Rat let me look it up r- real quick, because I want to say that his wife in this film um is his was his wife in real life and right around the time of this film they got divorced. Oh uh, my god, you
1: think this was the reason?
0: Catherine Oxenberg. Yeah, that was his wife. Uh and they got divorced like right around this time, after like sixteen years of marriage. <laughs> anyway, Do you think this was the reason? I, I don't know, <laughs> but I think it might have been the reason. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say it didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. okay. So he's a senator. The film opens yes. with him, a senator, washing up on a shore. While rats start running up his leg, just tons of tons and tons of CGI rats are running up his leg. And then he wakes up in bed and he's like, oh, oh God, oh, God. And right. And apparently this is a series of recurring dreams that he's had. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he tells his wife, like, you know, I had the dream again. She's just like, oh, my God, you're an idiot. (laughs) Yeah. she She wants none of it. (laughs) <laughs> like, like she doesn't care at all. Okay, but um, honestly, it, put yourself in her shoes. Your spouse keeps having dreams. Uh, my husband, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keeps having dreams, and he's like, like, oh my god, I keep having dreams. I have to tell everyone that rats are gonna take uh, take over people. <laughs> I I wouldn't care either. I'd be like, you're out of your mind. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, <laughs> how does he jump from Rats climbing on him on a deserted beach. To you, politicians need to change your ways, or you're going to become rats. Okay,
0: so what I assumed because it never said or what I, I, we can assume that this wasn't really a one-off in the dreams, right? These yeah. were recurring. So but I assume that, that was all in another. You're going to have recurring nightmares, though.
1: Show us the one that's relevant. <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. They have different plans. I, all right. So, so his wife he's like she's like dude you're out of your mind and then the doorbell rings and she goes and just grabs a suitcase full of like I don't know 100 grand and he's like you gotta send it back just send the damn money back and she's like we can't we need this to live or we need our monthly briefcases to live Yeah, it's just it's just straight up a hand delivered bribery
1: briefcase
0: yeah, I don't know if that's how politics works. No, no, no. I would assume that it doesn't, but you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean,
1: s- I've never been a senator, so I'm not sure. If, you know, no. if that's how it works.
0: What I assume I- happens is uh, people donate money to your campaign, right? Yeah. And that's your, how you're- your offshore yeah. bank account. Yeah, it's not like you know helicopters delivered. flying in your front yard and
1: people because it, it's not like she even got it from some shady person the dude like left it with his secret service agent Yeah, yeah. you know like, like she opened the door and it was just like one of his secret service agents like gives them the briefcase gives her the briefcase and it's
0: like what the heck you know? although uh, it never said where that money came from but yeah but... I mean this. This film has logic problems, uh, as if it's an <laughs> really? asylum film, right? Yeah, I really
1: <laughs> thought it could have been an asylum film.
0: Well, the production value was a little too good for asylum. I felt like you know, yeah. like other than that first scene, some of the scenes weren't really that bad. Like as, as far as the the graphics and stuff, graphics no, <laughs> as, as look at special it. effects.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the, the the rat people and stuff yeah we not bad
0: no so <laughs> but so anyway i assume that this money came from the president in this film who might have been the best president i've ever seen he was just the, such a why would the president be <laughs> driving a senator i don't know <laughs> i felt like it was a payoff because there wasn't really that many other characters in, for what? i don't know they never had. They never had any interaction together. No, but he was such a bastard, wasn't he? Yeah, but like, <laughs> no, <laughs> it doesn't I, make any sense. No, I feel like in this film, every politician was in on it, and they were all getting payoffs, and that was like Secret Service, like doling it out to the politicians. Yeah. You know, they're all in on something
1: together. I just thought that the. The dude who was carrying the illegal money just had better things to do and was like, hey, here, give it to them. I got to run.
0: Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. You know? That makes sense, too. That makes sense. Because too.
1: that makes just as much sense.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we'll never know. <laughs> they they sure as hell didn't
1: tell us. <laughs> and Until they release the novelization of Ratpocalypse, I think we're going to be in the dark.
0: I wonder if I could get in on that. If that could be my
1: first book, uh, just write it. <laughs> just write it. Yeah. Do do a spec novel. That's a thing, right? <laughs> uh,
0: uh, probably not. But uh, <laughs> so, all right. So, Ratpocalypse. So, <laughs> okay. We are still in the first four minutes of this movie. Yeah, yeah I, that's what I'm thinking. We got to speed it up. So he goes over to Russia and he goes up <laughs> to give a speech, and everyone's looking at him, uh, you know, because he's he's been requested to give a speech in russia i'm not sure why
1: yeah it doesn't say what his original speech plan was going to be
0: yeah and he's like i don't know why i was chosen i'm kind of a bastard (laughs) right he's like i've been guilty of it too however
1: (laughs) he says he says like we're you know we're all guilty he's like um, some of you, like I, might be ten times as guilty of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but if we don't change our ways, we're all turning into, or, you know, we're turning into rats. Yeah, and, and people are like, "What the hell?" Oh, like, at first, I was like, "Okay, these people are laughing a little too hard," but I would be laughing just as hard, wouldn't you? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like if if you're there to see, like, you know, <laughs> a senator and like Howard Dean comes out and he's like. <laughs> if you're all going to turn into rats right? Yeah <laughs> Then, then you, Yeah you're going to laugh at the guy Yeah
0: yeah yeah I would point I would point <laughs> Just so oh, man, everyone knows what I'm laughing at It's you work, right? yeah, yeah So anyway so, so he Everyone's like what the hell And then all of a sudden some of these Oligarchs start turning Into rats right yeah i mean not like instantly no but um, like that night cuz he gets
1: yeah he gets like laughed out of russian congress or whatever yeah and then and his then, wife uh, oh, yeah, yeah his his wife like immediately like well she storms out cuz she was with him for some reason and then like cuts off his credit cards
0: yeah and leaves him in russia
1: <laughs> yeah and he can't like get home why wouldn't he have like official senate plane
0: yeah, don't, exactly.
1: Don't they, well, I don't no, think uh, I don't I mean, know. But no, 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 no. But here's the thing. You don't pay for like your your seat on a plane when you're a senator out of your own pocket.
0: No, yeah. He might be flying commercial, but yeah, it, but that's, it's, that's he normal, wouldn't be booking
1: like, it. The, the government's going to pay for that. He's yeah. probably got like a Senate credit card.
0: Yeah, and so they're like, "I'm sorry, your card is canceled." He's like, "My damn wife! I have a (laughs) hundred bucks," and they're like, "Uh, you know, get bent, buddy." And so he goes out to a park (laughs) bench. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes out to a park bench. Also, like, why is there no standby? He had a ticket. Yeah. You know, he missed his plane and he's like, "Oh no. I guess it's all gone." Maybe I miss planes all Russia. the time. Like, really? Yeah. I every plane me and Kelsey have flown on together, missed. Really? <laughs> well, we've only flown a few times, but yeah. I don't think I've ever time. missed a plane. Well, uh, I don't mean that like there and the way back, but there we've missed uh You've
1: missed one plane at least per leg of trip or like per trip.
0: Yeah. Damn. Well, we've only ta- we've only flown two or three places together. But still, no, that's no, no, no two. terrible track record, <laughs> dude. I've flown a lot, like on business and shit. Never missed. Though but, you're saying maybe it's Kelsey. Well, no. What happened last time? <laughs> this lady had a seizure in the line, uh, and it they like it wasn't you didn't just moving walk in front of her. No, it took us an hour and thirty minutes through the security line. So we got there in plenty of time last time. The time before we. Uh, it, I had proposed to her the night before, and we got drunk, and uh-huh. uh, and we were hung over and yeah, we missed it, legit. But yeah, like this time. So that's been a long time. We just don't fly that often. We, mm-hmm. we take trips in cars because we don't have we don't have all that flight money. So <laughs> 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 anyway, but, um, so anyway, we, these prostitutes, yeah, so prostitutes <laughs> are just hanging him. out. And they're like, he's American. I can smell it. (laughs) Yeah. And and they're like, um, you know,
1: basically they're going to con him out of money. Well, I guess not really con him.
0: No, yeah. They're going to like proposition him, you know, hey, $2,000 to sleep with us.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a legitimate business practice. Yeah. Not a con. But the the, the one prostitute with a heart of gold Uh is like. Um, you know, trying to figure out why he's so upset on the park bench. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so then, he
0: caresses what? her hair and hands her a flower.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A flower that he picked off of the bush. Yeah. He, like that's sitting.
0: He's anyway. ob- obviously, obviously broken up over his wife. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes and like, like stays at their house. Yeah.
1: And, and he gives him <laughs> like the next hook- scene is like them having breakfast. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. And he, uh, that, so one of the, uh, one of the hookers is like, um, you know, a lot more aggressive with it. And she wants money very, you know, and yeah. then, then you have the hooker with the article. And, and so she's like, is there anything else you might want? And she's like all over him. And he's like, no, nope, you know, this is pretty good breakfast. <laughs> 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 and and so he's like, but here, here's a hundred dollars. It's all I have. And she's like, oh, thank you. And then it comes on TV, and they're like, okay,
1: yeah, yeah. So like, there there was another scene where one of the one of the Russian oligarchs started turning into a rat, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like the news is telling them, or it, it's the news is on, and it's like a manhunt for him, right? Mm-hmm. But the best thing ever. Is the news thinks he's some sort of magical hypnotist that turned everyone into rats? (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah, like like they're not looking for him because oh he might know something. They're blaming him for turning everyone into rats. Yeah, and it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, so everyone's mad at him, and there's a big government manhunt. Yeah, do we need to? I mean, that's the that's the rest of the movie. Yeah, that's 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 what I was going (laughs) to say. We can't really get into it because. Honestly, I feel like if you're listening to our podcast and you're a fan of bad films, not if you're listening to our podcast because we cover a lot of horror and and you like horror films
1: or but, our occasional, you know, uh, Star Wars slash Lady Bird talk.
0: Yeah. 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 If you do, if you're listening to that or if you're listening to hear Brian laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that was not like on
1: purpose. Yeah. Um
0: yeah, yeah. Jesus. Brian got called out for laughing. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Thanks, so, guys. Um, uh, yeah, so if you're a fan of bad films, I could mm-hmm. not recommend this film any higher. <laughs> like, could you? It, like, in terms of no, so it's bad, it's good?
1: A, it's kind of everything you want in a bad film. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, okay, so... I don't know. Like I I do feel like it's not quite a rat apocalypse and more like a rat light nuisance cuz yeah. it doesn't really seem to do anything.
0: Yeah, but right? you're left at the end of this film by uh, spoiler, there's no closure on this film. Only kind of like Star Wars lack of hope. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like this is what Usher's in <laughs> well, the rat apocalypse.
1: Well, well, what I'm saying is okay, you're saying this is more of the build up to the actual rat apocalypse. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. I'll give you that. But like there's, there's everything that you could want in like a modern bad horror movie. Uh And so that means like using CGI fog to obscure a lot of the scenes. So you can't see what's going on. (laughs) right? Um, Like heavy handed social and political commentary. Right. (laughs) Like it's, it's so good. Um, An actor that, if you, if you want to be honest, should probably be doing better things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Casper Van Dien. This, this guy was in starship troopers.
0: He deserves better than this. I feel like I could be wrong, but I feel like Tom Atkins was also in one scene. Let me see. (laughs) Just one scene. Yeah. But,
1: but I mean, like it, there's a lot to like about this movie (laughs) and it's so bad. Um, I don't know. There there was more. I was going to say like, uh, you know, like, like I said, at one point, I really thought this was one of those uh, preachy. Sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I really thought it was one of the like preachy God's not dead style movies because there was, there was one point where he's talking to people about, he's basically on trial for being a witch. Right. And the the guy was like, but some of these people who are rats are good
0: Christian people and stuff. And it's like, why did he need to call that out? I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. No, because he was like, you know, hey, I'm sent from high. God's killing yeah, me. Yeah, because
1: he kept saying he, a higher like, power told him that this is going to happen.
0: And they're like, oh, really? If that's why, then why aren't other believers in God? And he's like, because they're doing bad shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, like.
1: He said that if if people how – first of all, how does he know this? If people, like, sign these contracts that were floating around about them being good politicians, that everyone's going to go back – or he said all the rats will become human. And they called him out on his verbiage and was like, all the rats – and he's like, Yeah. And he's like, so the normal rats are gonna turn into humans? <laughs> and he's like, Yes. And maybe they'll be better people than
0: these well, other people. <laughs> I felt like that was kind of rhetorical. I-, I felt like they were like, Hold on, you know, you know how
2: I mean, it's like
0: it's 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 like when you're like my head literally exploded,
1: like, and somebody's like a douche and it's like literally exploded.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> like that, that's, that's what the same happens. type of person that like you know, New Year's ha- New Year's happens over the weekend. They're like, see you next year. I do that to all my students. (laughs) See, that kind of makes sense. Like, I assume you're a little cheesy as a teacher, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you have to. I could not be. You can't, like, be edgy.
1: (laughs) I'm all, like, you know, slicking my hair all down emo style.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but anyway yeah no that makes sense but like if it's someone like your own age like i would say it to you as a as being terrible joking i wouldn't yeah. say it to like <laughs> someone that i needed respect from <laughs> uh, anyway but yeah okay so ratpocalypse the <laughs> strengths and weaknesses <laughs> Okay, uh
1: strengths. Um I don't know. I mean, like like we said, it, it honestly wasn't that poorly made for such a low budget ridiculous film of a movie. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was it was fun. It was one of those like you might have a few why am I watching this moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, like so many of the other terrible movies that we love on this show um it's probably best with a group of people (laughs) right um but there's so much that doesn't make sense there's so many unanswered questions Mm -hmm. um but it's kind of okay i'm kind of okay with
0: it (laughs) i uh, okay so pros and cons pros um <laughs> great use of metaphor for corruption and politics. <laughs>
1: <Was it, laughs> no, if, if you're if you're being beat over the yeah, face it's with like it, the most just, heavy handed,
0: is that still a metaphor? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm kidding. Uh, pros, uh, it was very enjoyable. I I enjoyed the hell of it out of it. Cons, because I'm not gonna strip it down to like, oh yeah, it was shot great and stuff like it was. I mean, it, it looked okay. No. It looked okay. You could tell it was cheap. Um, yeah. Uh, cons. It was a terrible film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say, honestly... So just the one con then. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I honestly feel like it deserves... It deserves us, for, a terrible rating. For, do you think? I'm going to give yeah. it a three out of five. I enjoyed the hell out of it.
1: Like, uh, objectively, it's a terrible movie.
0: Oh, yes, yes. Uh, no, if we're talking like... Uh, Uh, Okay. Yeah. Honestly, one and a half out of five. Yeah. My personal feelings, five out of five. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. My personal feelings, probably four out of five. Like, I enjoyed the hell out of this film. So I'm going to go to a three. Like, meet in the middle. Yeah.
1: Three is fair. Three three and a half is fair.
0: I'll put it this way: I, I paid money for it, and I didn't feel like I was screwed. Kind of like the last episode where I rented two films and hated both of them.
1: <laughs> Those were both your pick. I know this was also your pick, though, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had never even heard of this movie.
0: Uh, no, I had never heard of it until we were prepping for last podcast, and I was you like, "Told me about it, and you had me at Casper." <laughs> yeah, you got Van Deen'd
1: no no i didn't care about that part (laughs) you were hoping it was a ghost just like the ghost was starring in a movie
0: (laughs) no freaking way it's been too long (laughs) my favorite actor's back (laughs) devon sawa
1: (laughs) no the cgi ghost that played casper before he was devon sawa Uh, (laughs) ah
0: yeah yeah casper was weird because he was a ghost before he was a human
1: Well, I mean, technically he was a human and then he was a ghost. I got you. I
0: was making fun of the way that...
1: Yeah, nobody thinks about the fact that, like, this lovable child's, like, children's character had to be a dead kid. Yeah, yeah. I want want a gritty
0: Casper reboot.
1: Uh, What?
0: A gritty Casper reboot where, like, like the owner's going nuts. He's seeing this ghost and, like, he's ripping up walls to find his corpse and shit. Oh, yeah,
1: and, and, like, like, his uncle's be like bloodthirsty, like poltergeist style ghosts.
0: Yeah. Here's what's weird. I don't remember the uncles before the film.
1: They weren't in anything before the film. Oh, really? Okay. So he was just. They might've been in like the comics, but nobody read those.
0: Yeah. He was just chilling then. Like, because I, I used to watch it as a kid. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I like the conspiracy theory that Casper is the ghost of Richie
0: Rich. He looks the same. I was about to make a Richie
1: Rich joke. (laughs) Like that's a that's a conspiracy theory.
0: What what did he do? Drown in money? I don't know. You know, Richie Rich died a money related death. Probably (laughs) money poisoning. (laughs) Is that a thing? (laughs) I don't know. Just strychnine on his bills. I
1: mean, that's clearly something like the butler or his secret service agent that hands him the briefcase of money (laughs) every day would be responsible for.
0: Yeah oh yeah okay all right well yeah, i guess we're done with casper conspiracy theories um all right you want to get I into on podcast you want to get into the book no break uh, wow you think we can i mean maybe <laughs> i like that we've been doing this i don't know three and a half years and we don't have enough faith to you know get into it without a break <laughs> yeah. We need that breather.
1: No, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: Well, I would, but I can't find the author's name.
1: <laughs> oh my god. You don't have like the book up right now?
0: I don't know I don't have my phone or Kindle up here. Do you know his name? Yes, Seth McDuffie. Uh, okay. Alright. We'll see. I was just unprepared. Seth McDuffie. Good boy by Seth McDuffie. This is uh, hold on. Let me just look up McDuffie. <laughs> all right, shit.
1: So, so like, you want me to just do the quick rundown, of the synopsis, real quick? Yeah, that's what all I was looking for. <clears throat> okay, so basically, <clears throat> it is um the story of a ghost. I guess uh, yeah, a ghost. Um, in, in post zombie apocalypse land, Mm -hmm. right. Uh, who drags around his dead zombie body as sort of a pet and they go on adventures.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is exactly what this (laughs) book is Which, by
1: the way, um, I bought this book a long time ago and I've been meaning to read it. Uh Right. Uh, and it just sold me on that one, like that premise alone.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's very, like, original take on, on the zombie trope.
1: Yeah, so um, if you know anything about, like, classical ghost things, you know, is that they they can be, like, warded off with iron, uh-huh. right? And so he uses that to his advantage because it's like iron can interact with ghosts, so he can interact with iron. So he has a muzzle and a chain made out of iron, on his zombie body so he can lead him around like a dog. Yes. And that is a fantastic premise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, now, a, it's actually <laughs> really like a smart premise. And the, it's almost like he uses his writing style to dumb down a, a really smart premise, you know? Now here, here's, here's I use the quotes one. around dumb down. Only yeah, you, did air,
1: you did air quotes. <laughs> um, here's the one. I don't even know if this is a problem. That, uh, that I see with this. Mm-hmm. Okay. This came and I didn't even realize it until, um, I got to the end of the book and read like the credits and special thanks and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, th- <laughs> this was a Reddit writing prompt.
0: Yeah. I saw that too.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, which is, I guess nothing bad, because most of those things are just one sentence, like here's whatever. Well, I mean, um, we
0: also don't know what the writing prompt was. Exactly.
1: It, it could have be just, just been like, you're a ghost in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, but I'm sure the rest of it wasn't involved in the, in the Reddit writing prompt. Cause I subscribe to that sub and usually they're very vague. And uh, most people who write things go, in a complete opposite direction than you think they would.
0: Well yeah. I mean it's kinda as if like it's a school assignment, you know, to yeah. to write about this. It's not like you're expecting, you know, thirty of the exact same paper. That would be weird. No. Children of the Damn yeah. shit.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, what was like being the school teacher like in the in the city that the children of the damned
0: live in? <laughs> it was pleasant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man. Mark uh, Hamill was in the remake of that movie. Yeah, he totally and he jumped, jumped on in a broom. Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> <Well,
0: laughs> we went different directions. Sorry,
1: just, oh yeah, he jumped off the off the roof.
0: Yeah, of a barn, impaled right? Impaled him. Impaled, yeah, himself, yeah, on impaled
1: himself on the like pitchfork thing. Yeah, it was a pitchfork handle.
0: Maybe not a broom. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what, what was he doing sweeping the <laughs> the roof? Wait, what was he doing with a pitchfork on the roof? Sure <laughs> <laughs> our dusty
0: hey. animals. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
1: So anyway, um basically that that's the general premise of the book is that uh this dude named Hank, right, is dragging around his dead body in post-zombie apocalypse. Um honestly just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like he he kind of looks for, for survivors, but there's not really anything you can do about it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Right? And he, he meets other ghosts, he said, from time to time, but they're usually assholes. Yeah. And that's it. And so then uh, I guess the basic setup is everything changes when he comes upon, like, uh, a girl in a car.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I I will say that it doesn't just stick with the zombie apocalypse, zombies and ghosts. You know, it starts introducing familiar characters uh, and, and, and re purposing or r- familiar tropes and repurposing them. Yeah, it's basically
1: all of the supernatural. Yeah. And so I so like It's like the TV show Supernatural.
0: I liked that. Uh this wasn't really tonally the type of thing I would normally read. Now that's not bad or anything. It's just not mm-hmm. I I love comedies. Um I however whenever I'm reading I like dark ass <laughs> <laughs> stories. I don't really enjoy co- uh, many... I don't enjoy comedic horror stories for the most yeah. part. Some some of them I do. Like, Jeff Strand is uh, freaking amazing, and he writes... Um, 70% of his short stories are, are comedic, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know. There was something about this that really did not tonally ring with me, and I think that it's two things. <laughs> One, I'm, even though I love like, you know, horror shit, I'm not big on fantasy. And this yeah. almost felt like fantasy, if that makes sense. Because you're having ghost and poltergeist and and, and shit like that, that they're repurposing, you know, like they're completely changing everything you know about them. Not everything. They're ta- Devils are not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like devils would be pure evil. And in this, they're just like, oh, and we roam and we it, I don't know. There's, well,
1: it just depends on what. There's a lot of one, things that are like demons or devils aren't like they they're not just like bloodthirsty, you know, chaotic.
0: And that's fine. Things. All I'm saying is that totally I didn't didn't really like it because it felt more yeah. fantasy. It, it to yeah, me I it, to it, that. it just totally felt fantasy. Um and no. Two, the main character had to be witty in every fucking line. Yes, that annoyed yeah. the shit out there, of. Me.
1: There was there was a lot of like, um, Spider Man syndrome, you know, where yeah. it's like he he has to be cracking jokes and things. Now, I, I I will be honest, though, there was a lot to me that was actually funny. Maybe oh, yeah, not yeah, like, yeah. like you know, every single little quip or whatever. Um, I laughed
0: but, uh, like laughed out loud twice in this book. And usually yeah. I, don't, I don't laugh out loud while reading, you know? Yeah, but I, it makes <laughs> you seem like a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: just, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's your, like, natural
0: laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that?
1: They just, just do that on the bus. <laughs> just freaking I mean, the <laughs> dog out. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, there, yeah, there were some genuinely funny parts in here. There was a lot of like nerd references and things, um, which to me actually made kind of seem the same. It made what? Um, what y- you, you, you okay. cut out? There was no, there you was cut a out of, is all that happened. Yeah, I'm going back. Okay. There what? was a bunch of like nerd references, mm-hmm. like references to like, you know, um, it wasn't so much like comics, but like just nerdy things in general. Mm-hmm. Right. And every main character made them. Yes. And so it almost made it seem like it was the same character talking every time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they lost their like individual voice. Mm-hmm. If that made sense. Um, so uh, y- you got into like the, the criticism that like a lot of like the, the Marvel movies or whatever get now it's like every character kind of has the same voice. Cause they're all trying to be wisecracking mm-hmm. like that. So, so that sort of felt if, if there's what three main characters in the book, it bounces back and forth between the, the two main characters and the one side character that's with the chick. Uh-huh. And then like every once in a while, there's a vignette
2: mm-hmm.
1: of some other people. Right. But, like, those three main ones that you get, kind of interchangeable lines. (laughs) You you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in in certain parts, um, you know, they didn't necessarily have uh, a steady voice throughout.
0: Yeah. Yep. And uh, and the same goes even for other ancillary characters. Like, the people in... The, oh,
1: all the, the of the military? the secret society people were interchangeable to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it,
1: not they I don't think they were interchangeable with like the main characters, but they were definitely <laughs> interchangeable with each other.
0: Yeah. They it was just like, oh my gosh. But okay, I will say not uh, uh, that's that's not going to ta- it does take away a little bit of my enjoyment from it, but it's not as if it ruins the book in any way.
1: No, 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 no. It's just, we're critics, Craig. We have to criticize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's perfect. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's throwing its perfection in my face.
0: <laughs> it makes me feel less than. <laughs> so, anyway. No, I mean, so whatever. I, but that would be my main criticism. Uh, the the thing yeah. that I, I really enjoyed, uh, it was... Very well written, I, I think. It's hard to say that. I, I mean, uh, grammatically. It was well...
1: <laughs> Commas in all the right places. Yes,
0: yes. It, it was edited tight. Yeah. You know, edited tight and written well. I, I don't know. I I thought it was good. And it was very imaginative, you know? I, yeah. I just... I feel like this would be a little more... Uh, for people that like the Legend of Drizzt and shit like that, would would <laughs> freaking Dungeons and Dragons book? Yes, I really, <laughs> I really feel like if someone's more into uh, into that than like horror, or, or people... you know what?
1: Honestly, I I can kind of see where you're coming from. Like, the, there's a there's a fight with a giant demon monster mm-hmm. that's very like gandalf on the the bridge fighting the Balrog, i guess i did yeah. that just went
0: <laughs> whoosh right
1: over your head well and i mean that's I, why know, I did
0: it i know who those characters are i, I have no frame <laughs> of reference because that, that's the same as being like you know it's kind of like superman when he fought hulk hogan I'm like what when did that happen oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like when, when did that happen i i can't believe hulk hogan won <laughs> yeah yeah he did fight
1: muhammad ali once
0: Oh in a comic in a cartoon? Yeah. No, who won.
1: Um, I think it ended up being a draw.
0: (laughs) There's no like, okay, there's no way
1: to end that well, right? No, no, Superman would have murdered him. Yeah, because and then like then people would have called hate crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do <laughs> he that. He would have murdered him so bad that there would have been cries of hate crime.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and then <laughs> because especially at that time, you know, it's co- colliding with the the civil rights movement and everything. Like, yeah, uh, it was
1: it was like early seventies. It was like nineteen seventy
0: one. Yeah, but so, like, everyone
1: knows Muhammad Ali.
0: Like all right, well, ben. Muhammad Ali was awesome. He's a great boxer. Yeah. He also wasn't wasn't an alien that gets powers from the no. sun. That that no, you know. his head would have flown clean off. <laughs> like he wasn't more powerful than a tank, and Superman <laughs> could rip a tank in half. So. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but but yeah. I, so I just I just mentioned the the Lord of the Rings reference because like that one time that in our group chat with me and you and Rodney. And Rodney and I talked about uh, Lord of the Rings for two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you were just like,
0: "Yeah, Rodney Rodney really wants me to get up to speed with Lord of the Rings and I won't do it. You know, he gave me the Blu-rays for Christmas one year. Like I have them all. I just hadn't seen them all.
1: I I watched them. I watched them all and the Hobbit. And then um, I have some serious problems with uh, Return of the King. It almost (laughs) made me, it almost made me hate all six movies. Huh. Neat. That's what we were talking about. Neat. That particular scene. Anyway, so, yeah, I can kind of yeah. see the the fantasy element criticism. Okay. But that's not necessarily a criticism for me.
0: And the other one, this is a very familiar criticism that I have. Uh, <laughs> we were done with criticism. I had already focused on the positive. <laughs> is, it,
1: is it you're burned out on zombies?
0: No, no, no. I mean, that's fine.
1: Whatever. Is are really, like... There's not actually that much zombie action in this movie, in this book.
0: No, and I'm not, I'm not mad about that in any way. Uh, I didn't know that this was going to be a serial, and I realized I either realized at about the twenty percent mark, like, oh shit, this is going to be a serial, isn't it? But
1: yeah, it is definitely a serial. I mean, it, it could be interesting to see where it goes, because I mean, it is a, it's a unique world. And a unique take on the post-zombie apocalypse thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you uh, know,
1: I'm, like I said, um, the the hard quipping characters gets a little a little grating.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> but I mean, so, a lot of it was genuinely funny, though. It yeah. just could have been too much.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I laughed hard at the Dr. Quinn medicine woman part. Yeah. <laughs> and I laughed so at the the dude explaining what was happening, and he's like, "Dude, I'm fucking dumb." And he's like, yeah. "He's like, just, just tell me it's magic." And he's like, yeah, "Fine, it's magic." He's like, "Great." <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Were, there was there was a lot of good stuff. <laughs> it just didn't need to be like every single word.
0: Yeah um yeah but okay yeah overall i mean i would enjoy uh, i enjoyed it I, I would recommend it i you know with those caveats uh i would honestly give this a three and a half out of five it, it it was fun yeah
1: i mean i i'd say three and a half borderline four
0: yeah you know it was if, a fun if, if it would
1: just
0: yeah take.
1: <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm looking through some of the stuff that i highlighted and it's just making me giggle again <laughs> it's like it, was, it actually was like uh He's talking about, you know, um, this would leading be, the, the zombie body on a chain. He's like some sort of Del Toro directed version of Pokemon.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this would be a really good comic.
1: Yeah, it if really you, would. If you oh, could take this. In, there was an Earthworm Gym reference yeah, in this book.
0: That honestly pissed me <laughs> off. But yeah, I got you. No, if you could take this in 20 to 30 pages at a time like uh, of comic stuff it, this would uh, it would be a comic that i, I mean, would buy and i don't I'd really buy it. many yeah. comics uh, but of course you'd probably have to take out some of the some of the pop culture references just cuz nah. it would get a little too meta
1: well i mean it just depends on what it what it is yeah um, right. i mean they do that sort of stuff in in there all the time there there's there's some points where like um like Marvel Comics and stuff will make references to DC Comics and vice versa like as pop culture. Huh. Yeah, neat. Uh, like they'll they'll be, you know, they'll make jokes about Batman or whatever. Um, um yeah, anyway. Hey, I, I
0: all right. Well, I mean, I guess that's it for this this episode, right? Probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um I was say... <laughs> I was on a Stephen King, uh, group on Facebook and I just made like a a reference uh, to, Hey, uh, is Dean Koontz worth reading? I've never read anything by him. (laughs) 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 I've never read anything by him. And, and, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast that to me, he always seems corny and I've sent you half price books. Remember all the, Back pictures of Dean Koontz book that I sent. And It's just him and a dog in a bad toupee in like every <laughs> <Yeah>. picture. <laughs> anyway, um, I was totally, totally surprised by the the comments that I got. Like, I got literally almost, I don't know how many, but probably a thousand comments and like nine hundred likes and reactions. People mad, you know, like all sorts of shit. People are like, yeah, Dean Koontz is amazing. And other people being like, he kind of sucks. If you like young adult stuff, you may like him. And I'm like, what's wrong with young adult? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, yeah. So apparently people are much more passionate about Dean Koontz than I would have figured. Huh. Anyway, that's
1: a, that, that's a yeah, I wouldn't have thought about that at all.
0: No, I, I got to the point that I quit reading it. I was just like, I don't care. I, I, you know, <laughs> apparently he's got a book called Twilight Eyes that I need to read. Everyone's like, read really? Twilight Eyes. And I'm like, I probably won't read Twilight Eyes because it's called Twilight Eyes.
1: Yeah. Didn't he do like a version of Frankenstein for some? Yeah. Comic he company. Like, uh,
0: he Marvel. may have done Image Comic. Marvel. B- he did a series of books. Dean Koontz's Frankenstein And Hmm. everyone's like you gotta read the Frankenstein You gotta read the Odd Thomas (laughs) I don't know why I don't know why Dean Koontz fans I'm just like (laughs) Discounting But what I was going to propose is why don't we Tackle a Dean Koontz book sometime next year Okay Far away next year Why don't we just do all of Dean (laughs) Koontz's Welcome to Koontz cast Huh, I said, Welcome to the Koontz cast. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know, man, but all right, yeah, he did a, he did a comic, yeah,
1: Apple Brothers. <laughs> never even heard of that.
0: <laughs> it sounds terrible, right? Yeah, okay, all right, well, that's it. Uh, let huh. us know your thoughts on Dean Koontz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I haven't read anything oh, also, by him. Have you?
1: No, Dynamite did some of them. Yeah. Koontz. Okay, that's a that's a legitimate thing. That's also part of the... Oh, you don't care.
0: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> oh, part of the deal that, like, Disney, whenever they bought Fox, apparently Fox has a control in Dynamite Comics. Um, and so they might be able to, like, mine them for movies and stuff, too. Huh. But Dynamite also has, like, the rights to a bunch of, like, older stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, anyway. All right. Well, we will see you next week.
1: (coughs) Or in two weeks. Bye. When we get, that's, like, next year. (laughs) I'll see you then. (laughs) (laughs) Not even your own joke. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you later
0: (laughs) This is Wolfman Jack You've been listening to B-movies and e-books And you can crazy cats every two weeks or so on iTunes, Stitcher, and I don't know other places. So anyway, leave them a five-star review. Also, check them out on Twitter at b and Pod, and subscribe to the b Master Feed if you're a fan and you're a real cool daddy. you just heard is part of the B&E Network brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com